Welcome, everyone. My name is David Greenwald with Lenus Lifestyle University. And in this success interview, I have a very special guest. His name is Jack Scrogstad. He's from Dixon, Illinois. He's a recent graduate of my program, and I'd like to welcome Jack to the call. Welcome, Jack. Morning. Uh, would you please tell us a little bit about yourself, who you are, what you do, how old you are, how tall you are, and just tell us a little bit about you know family or just anything at all so, so we can get to know you a little bit. All right. Well, uh, like you said, my name is Jack Sprogstead. I'm from uh, Dixon, Illinois. I, uh, I am 48 years old. Um, I'm married. I have uh, three kids. Um, my youngest is 22. Uh, I work at the uh, Lee County Sheriff's Department. I work in the Corrections Division or the county jail. A lot of people think corrections, they think prison. Actually, I work at a county jail, so uh, the inmates that I deal with are um, pre-sentenced. Most of them are pre-sentenced inmates where they're charged with something and they're waiting trial or or whatnot. I enjoy sports. Um, I'm pretty athletic. I I like to do... uh, things and get out and do, you know, whatnot. I like to do family things. Um, I'm into photography. I'm into computers. I've got all kinds of different um, um, interests in my life. So um, I think that's about that's about it. All right. Great. And just uh, so we kind of wrap up that, that little part, just so we'll get a one physical attribute. How tall are you, Jack? Oh, I'm 5'6". Uh, I'm okay. All right. Well, thank you for that. And, um, you know, it's it's funny. When I was a police officer, I'm very familiar with that jail that Jack is talking about. And um, I've uh, when I was a state trooper and also a Dixon City police officer, I took many people there and I'm very familiar with it. So Dixon is my old stomping ground. And uh, and I've known Jack uh, for many years uh, uh, just from uh, a number of different places. But uh not the least of which is is as he was a corrections officer there and, and I was a police officer. So uh, we go kind of way back, and I'm uh, thrilled that um, Jack has made this transformation and that we're able to talk today. So what is your history like with weight? I get that um, you're athletic, you like to be involved in things, um, but what has been your background in fitness, and, and how long have you been battling weight? Well, when I was uh, when I was in high school, I was very athletic. Uh, I wasn't overweight back in high school. Um, I was pretty thin. Enjoyed lifting weights. Again, I, I ran. I, I played baseball. I played basketball. You know, I just had a lot of activity, so I really didn't have an issue with the weight. It probably wasn't until um, that it started creeping up on me when I started getting a job and, and when I got married, and um, you know. I, I I know uh, a lot of wives, you know, oh, blame it on the wives, blame it, you know, blame it on the job or whatnot. Well, you know, just your priorities change, you know, and it's a fact of life that, you know, when when you get married, you're not you're not running around like you used to, you know, and you're taking care of the family, you're taking care of uh, the job, and uh, so you know, um, things get busy, things get hectic. You don't have time to, you know, exercise. So I could almost going back and looking at photographs of uh, pretty much about right when I got, you know, got hired, probably at the age of 24 uh, at my current job, um, and then kind of married around that time period. You could just see the weight starting to pile on me, and um, and and then. 
probably about, I would say maybe five to seven, eight years ago, I was at my maximum of about 250 pounds. Whereas when I started working at my job, when I first met my wife, I was probably about 170. So, you know, it was just a, a slowly increase in, in weight. And even though I still enjoyed playing, you know, basketball and, and softball, you know, at this kind of a weight, I wasn't, I wasn't like I was uh, back when I was in high school, you know. I mean, obviously I was, I'm, I was getting much, much older, but I would still enjoy it. But even though I was kind of active, the weight was still, still coming on, still piling on. So I've been I've been kind of you know fighting fighting with the weight you know um, probably in you know in a in a period of 25 years uh, you know and eventually kind of topping out at 250 pounds when uh, it was pretty much enough enough. You and you were 250. You went from like you say about 170 to 250 uh, from the age of 24 up to when were you at about 250, Jack? Uh, I was at 250, um, probably about 255 on uh, July 20, 20th of night, uh, 2013. That's when I was. Okay. So it was just not too long ago, less than a year ago. Right. Okay. All right. I just want to make sure that we had a reference on that. Okay, great. Well, you know, obviously you're not alone. Um, you know, getting married, like you said, priorities change, kids, events, running, going, doing, um, and there's just less focus on us as individuals. So I know a lot of people listening, um, myself included, from, from years back, can absolutely relate, male or female. I don't think it, it really matters. Uh, there are differences, of course, but I definitely think that the priorities change and, and everyone gets busy and what you're focused on is less about yourself and more about other people in your life and family and work and, and all of that. So prior to, so what, let me ask you this, was there a straw, you know, that kind of broke the camel's back? Were you, were you experiencing any health, medical, physical, emotional challenges prior to joining uh, and, and starting Lifestyle 180 back in July of, of 2013? And was there that straw that broke the camel's back or what prompted you to do this? What had you been dealing with? Well, probably uh, another, you know, I mean, obviously, you know, you're, you're, you're overweight, you know, you, you take your shirt off and you see that belly, you know, sticking out, um, uh, you know, you've got to get, my pants are getting too tight and looks like I'm going to have to go from a size 38 to size 40. And then next thing you know, it's a size 40 to a size 42, um, you know, going to the doctor probably in March of that year, 2013. You know, uh, yeah, for a physical, because I get, uh, I don't know, I think it was a special through my work that if you get a physical done, you can get a $50 gift card or something like that. <clears throat> so it was a free deal, anyways. So you had blood work done, and he just he'd take blood pressure from me, and he says, "Oh, looks like you've got some high blood pressure. Here, here's a prescription for you know some blood pressure medicine." I'm like, "What?" You know, I, I couldn't believe it. You know, high blood pressure. You know, um, you know this was just you know terrible. You know, I you know I'm I'm cheap as it is. You know, now I got to spend money on medicine. You know, uh, for blood pressure, and you know, and I guess. Um, you know, just bending down to tie my shoes, you know, you, 
You know, while you're while you're down there tying your shoes, I had to hold my breath and tie it as fast as I could so I could sit back up and start breathing again. You know, I mean, it was just something simple as that, that, you know, doing that enough, um, you know, was just like, you know, I'm tired of that. You know, I'm, I'm tired of, of uh, you know, having to deal with that all the time, you know. Um, and so, so I think that was probably, you know, having to be on medication for high blood pressure and, and not being able to tie my shoes was, you know, and then plus, you know, I, I didn't like what my body looked like. I, you know, um, you know, I, I love my wife dearly. She didn't marry this. She didn't marry this, this, this person, this, you know, this fat guy back in the day, you know, and, um, and I wanted to, I wanted to change. I was ready. Yeah, that's that's great. Yeah, it's not great that you know you couldn't tie your shoes and your blood pressure was up, but I just think it's great to hear, um, you know how you felt internally about you know uh, your wife and and uh, making sure that you know my words not yours. I'm not trying to put words in your mouth, but making sure that she didn't feel cheated. You know, that, exactly. like you said, she didn't exactly. she didn't marry this. Mm-hmm. And that again, I boy, I think so many can relate to that as well. Well, you know. Were there challenges during this last year in in working with me and doing the course and living life, you know, that you had to overcome? Because there are going to be a lot of people listening. They're going to say, you know, they don't have the time, they don't have the money, or there's some something going on in their in their life circle that is taking up some time or energy or or whatever. Did you have challenges that you had to overcome as well, or was uh, did did the life pretty much roll out the red carpet for you and make it easy for you? Uh, no, no, there was, there was, you know, it was, it was, there was some challenges. There was definitely challenges, you know, and, and when, um, you know, when people talk about, you know, they don't have time to do this, they don't have time to do that. Well, let, let me tell you about time. Um, I, you know, like I said, I work, I work for, you know, Lee County Sheriff's Department. Um, I work, you know, like a, a six to six job, you know, we're at six in the morning to six o'clock at night at that particular time. And um, and I logged in with them about 84 hours every two weeks. So um, one week it would be a, kind of light, but and then the next week would be pretty heavy, depending on how that shift work would go. But not only did I do 84 hours every two weeks, which is about 80 hours what people do, I also have a part-time job where I do a security work at a at a at a private. Um, uh, private property association, you know, um, there's a local area nearby that um, has uh, a homestead, uh, um, private property, I don't know what you would call it. Um, but uh, I provide security for them, and I provide 30 hours every two weeks for them. So uh, when you figure um, for every day off that I have, which is about seven days off, you know, uh, in, in two weeks, I'd have to log in at least four hours to six hours at this place. So I really never had, you know, a day off unless, um, unless if I took a day off, not going over there on my, and my regular work day off, I'd have to work in an additional four hours when, when I would get off. It was just, you know, a lot of hours and then try to, you know, uh, you know, get in some workouts or whatever, you know. So when people say they didn't have time, I made time. And um, and so when when 
when somebody would make an excuse, I don't have time for this. Well, I had a burning desire to lose weight, like to get down to this. So I, I had to make time. I had to be more organized, um, you know, um, and, it, it, and not right away did my my attitude or my thought process uh, come about, such as I'm trying to um, find time. Now all of a sudden, I want to make time. I want to get better. I want to do better. So it's like I, my priorities. Next thing you know, my transformation was more important in my life. And I just, I, I had a tendency to be more planning of my meals, more planning of my exercise, you know, rather than having to worry about this, you know, this thing on TV or that thing on TV. You know, I, 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 I made an effort um, to arrange my life schedule so I could be a fitter person and, um, and plan my meals a little better and plan my exercises a lot better. So those are the challenges that I had, but it, you know, it was a, it was a work in progress. And then next thing you know, I'm wanting to do it. That's great. It, and also, you know, being a corrections officer, I mean, you've been doing it for a long time, so you've got a lot of experience and I'm pretty sure. And everybody understands that you, you know how to, you know, do your job well, very competent and you know how to work, uh, the, the correction system so that, you know, you can make it, um, as enjoyable or tolerable, however you want to say it, as you can, but you know, be there no mistake. There's a lot of policies and procedures and issues that you know, as a corrections officer, you have to face that are stressful. Correct. Um, and so you've got that stress going on. And did you have, you know, without naming names or anything, you know, were there any, um, you know, saboteurs, or was there any, were there any social aspects that made the process, you know? Uh, a little bit more difficult at times than than not, or was that was that stuff pretty much in check? Well, you know, when you when you talk about saboteurs, you know, you, you're dealing with uh, you're dealing with inmates that you know that might you know try to get in there to your skin, and you know they would uh, they would you know try to find a, a button to push, you know, whether it be my weight or this or that. Um, but you know, a lot of times I didn't let that bother me because I know that that's their that's their, you know, that's their game that they that they try to get on you. Um, you know, uh, the, uh, a, another saboteur would be, you know, the, the food itself. You know, um, you know, one of the things that I've I've mentioned too is is when you feed, uh, when you're responsible for feeding, you know, uh, detainees, you know, you're you're giving them uh, food, and most of the time it's, you know. Um, it's for our jail since it's a small jail. It's a fast food, more more or less. And there was a time, believe it or not, that our jail at one time fed our inmates McDonald's food, and it would come in, you know, um, warm, and it would be, you know, you know McDonald's French fries, hamburgers, and uh, a cherry pie. Um, now, of course, now during my transformation, you know, we weren't serving McDonald's at the time, but, you know, we would still feed them food. But uh, sometimes, you know, you'd have to order an extra just in case you got an inmate before the food would deliver. And uh, so here we'd be sitting with this extra food. Um, and, you know, gosh, you know, I wouldn't want it to go to waste. And sometimes I would eat it. And uh, because, you know, it would just sit in the refrigerator and then you get thrown out. 
because, you know, it would be extra. Well, you know, there was, you know, there were times when, you know, we would have uh, a food delivered and, uh, you know, it was, it was pretty good stuff. You know, it'd be, uh, you know, um, a sloppy Joe or, or it would be just a, a ham sandwich with, uh, sometimes they'd have a brownies in there. And, uh, so it wasn't the healthiest type of food, but, you know, cause all we had to do was take care of the calorie part of it. And um, in order to give these inmates, so it didn't have to have, you know, the the, the vegetables and the fruits that are, you know, that are central uh, for healthy eating. So if anything, that was a, a saboteur of having to feed this all the time. So I had to, I had to overcome these by by knowing that I was going to be feeding these these guys food three times a day. Um, I had to either bring food and prepare it in a, you know, in a, in a kitchen-like area where I had a microwave and maybe a hot skillet to, uh, to cook my, my dinner with at, at, at the job, at the work site. So, you know, I had to, I had to prepare that, you know, ahead of time. Otherwise, I might fall into the pitfalls of, you know, ah, let me just take a bite of this. Let me take a list, uh, a taste of that. So, um, if anything, that was my saboteurs. Well, that makes it definitely, I, I mean, I think, uh, you know, myself included, I think we could smell the McDonald's as you were describing it being delivered warm and, you know, before you would, you know, give it to the inmates uh, and stuff. And, and yeah, that would that would definitely create some challenges when you've got, you know, all of that. And like you said, they, they aren't as concerned about meeting uh, healthy nutritional guidelines as they are about making sure the inmates get, uh, you know, three squares a day and get enough calories and, and all that kind of thing. And no doubt about it, um, that definitely would, would pose um, some challenges. So, well, we'll let's, let's kind of, let's skip, let's skip to, you know, the present a little bit. And let's talk about where you are and, you know, so what's happened for your, your dedication and your, your work and, um, and what you learned in, in the courses and stuff. So what do you weigh today and what size you know, jeans are you wearing now? Because you talked about 38 and 40s before. So bring us up to date. Well, um, let's see here. I am. I weighed myself this morning at 170.4 pounds, um, which is about where I've been, I've been at for the past, um, I want to think, four months. Um, I got down. I've been as low as 164 and uh and about as high as 173 you know kind of bouncing around in that area but my goal weight was 170 and i remember in my in my uh in my transformation i originally had my goal at 180 and you, you kind of mentioned how about 170 and i'm like you, you think so mm-hmm. and uh and I'm like, oh, okay. So I made it. I made it 170, and uh, and I'm so glad I made it 170 because you know I can remember where I was at at 180, and I feel much better at 170. You know, it's just you know so much, so much better of a weight uh, to be at. Now I got, like I said, I got down to about as much as 164, and I don't know. I just didn't feel didn't feel the energy as much. I think at 164, I, I probably could have. Um, you know, maintain that, you know, um, but I, I like the 170. I feel, I feel pretty good about it. Um, my, my pant size, I'm down to a uh, size 32 and actually I could probably squeeze into a 30. Um, but you know, 32s are still comfortable, you know, um, whatnot, but I was at a, I, I remember my, my work pant size was up to a 40, about a 42. 
uh, there. And then uh, shirt size, I was wearing 2X T-shirts. Now I'm wearing larges. Um, actually, I could probably wear a medium. You know, I've, I'm down to that. But um, so, yeah, I mean, when uh, it, it's funny, I uh, right around January, um, the end of February, or beginning of February, end of January, uh, we were scheduled to go on a uh, on a on a trip, a vacation, my wife and I, and then uh, I would already I'd already lost probably about a good sixty pounds at that particular moment, and uh, when we were going on vacation, it was going to be a you know tropical, it was going to be down in Mexico, and um, all the clothes that I had gotten new were winter clothes. You know, as I'm starting to lose weight, I had to get a new pair of, you know, jeans, you know, to get me by or a sweater here and there. Well, I'm going to be going down to Mexico, and you have to wear, you know, summer-type stuff. And um, and I had probably three days to find a new summer clothing because none of my T-shirts would fit. None of my shorts would fit, you know. Um, it was it was... It, it was unbelievable that I had to go out and and I had to literally invest in a new set of summer clothes, you know, before I, you know, in, in the middle of December. Um, that was that was strange, and uh, hmm. and I finally uh, uh, you kept you kept telling us throw those clothes away, throw those clothes away, you know. And sure enough, I pulled out uh, every fat piece of clothing I had. And I put them in a box and then ended up donating them, you know, just got them out of the house. Well, one, it was, it was in the way and, uh, cause I needed room for these other clothes, but, um, uh, but you know, it was, it was, it was neat being able to try on, you know, a t-shirt that was a large when, you know, you put it next to your body and you're wearing it on there as a two X sitting next to it. It was just, it was an awesome feeling. It was great. Yeah, that's that's so cool. And I, I remember you taking that trip, and then you came back and you kicked it in the butt again. Yeah, I uh, well, I went on the trip, and you know it was one of these all inclusives where you know you can eat and drink whatever you want. And you know, and I expected that I'd probably come back, you know, a lot lot more water weight, not necessarily fat, but you know, just mm-hmm. the education that you provided us, you know, like you know you're going to be bloated, you know, when you have this. And sure enough, yep, I was bloated and. And uh, it was uh, it was actually about 15 extra pounds. I was very surprised that uh, that I'd come back that much heavier um, because it was you know it was all you can eat, whatever you could eat, and, and I didn't eat as much of the of the breads or the pastas I thought I did, but it must have been how they prepared it, more than likely. And um, and then um, I think uh, one week I had not. 10 pounds off like nothing and then the and then the next week I got the rest so I was within within two weeks I had knocked all the weight off that I went that I that I put on but just coming back and just eating as as mean as I could and hitting the gym as hard as I you know before so yeah I I was definitely not going to let it creep up on me again so that's that's yeah that's that's awesome well as you think about what you're doing now, you know, your daily activities or things you're involved with or just, you know, how you feel, what would you say if you had to put your finger on it are the the top one or two things that are the best for you about being more than 80 pounds down from where you were uh, about a year ago now, July of 2013? And is it worth the effort it took to get here? So what are the 
what are the best one or two things if you can name them and has it been worth the effort? Well, a couple things. Obviously, I can bend over and tie my shoe like it's nothing. I mean, that's, you know, that's awesome. Um, I can run around my around the bases uh, playing softball and not be winded, you know. Um, I can, you know, I can turn that double into a triple now. Uh, matter of fact, I had an inside-the-park home run the other day, you know, because I was able to run around the bases so fast. Awesome. Uh, um, I'm able to uh, bend over to pick up a ground ball like it's nothing. You know, uh, that's that's really noticeable. Uh, a lot of the people that that uh, that I've played with before last year, I was I played softball at 250. Now I'm playing playing it at 170, and you know, and they're just amazed at it. You know, um, whatnot. So you know, I I you know the the shock value that people see the difference in me. They can't believe it. You know, that's, that's what's neat too, is that, um, my blood pressure is much better. Um, I would say my, um, my overall, uh, how do I want to say this? Um, my relationship with my wife has improved without going into details. That's, that's much better. Um, so, I mean, those kind of things are, are well worth, um, what I did. Um, going through going through this process, and you know, and of course, um, um, you know, it's it's always it's always there. It's you know um, how how I eat, you know, like today, you know, um, even though I'm at 170 pounds, okay, where's my protein? You know, where's you know, and my food that I'm going to have today? Where's my protein? Okay, it's going to be this. Where's my vegetable? Here, this is where it's going to be at, and then where's my fruit? You know, even even after I've hit my weight, you know, I'm still I'm still thinking about the foods that I want to eat, and you know, and is this going to be better for me, or is this going to not be good for me? So, absolutely, that's yeah, it's so cool to hear. So many so many positive things you know have changed, and it's very good to hear um, that again. Various aspects of of your relationship uh, with with your wife and uh, the the blood pressure, and it's really cool to hear what you're able to do, you know, on the softball uh, diamond now, because um, I know that's something that you really, really enjoy doing. Well, as we as we kind of wrap this up, there are going to be people listening that may have some doubts about themselves or whether this program is going to work for them. And, I, you know, I don't know. You might have had doubts prior to joining. And if so, I'd like you to, to discuss for a minute if there were any doubts for yourself prior to joining or things you had to contemplate. And then just basically I'd like you to just talk to the person, you know, uh, that may be listening right now who's on the fence trying to figure out if uh, they really have tried everything because that's something so commonly said. I've tried everything. Uh, nothing works. And they may have doubts in any number of areas. Um, what advice would you give to them? Uh, what did you have to overcome, if anything? And I'll just let you kind of... Uh, give any guidelines to that? Well, you know, obviously, in, during the transformation, you know, um, people are like, "Oh my gosh, what did you do?" You know, and and I and I tell them right away that you know, there's no magic pill. You know, there's not, you know, it's nothing that I'm doing. And so I start to describe to them, like the, I, I tell them, I say, it was the majority of the food I ate. You know, um, and you know, and which is which is true. You know, even though I was you know, still active, you know, in, you know, in those 25 years that I put on the weight, you know, I would still 
play basketball. I would still play softball. But, you know, after I got done, I would go and have a pizza, you know, or I'd have, you know, we have what's called spaghetti pizza in this area, you know, spaghetti, pizza, you know, I'd have those foods, hamburger, uh, french fries. But, you know, even though I was, uh, you know, they, they thought I'd bought this, this neat and trendy exercise machine, you know, now the majority of what, what I, what this all was, was, you know, like you, like you've taught us, you know, 80% of it is the food, you know, and, um, what I did was I just dialed my food in a little more correctly. And so I, I tell people, how'd you do this? And I says, I just started eating the right foods, you know, and, um, and, you know, and, and they're sitting there talking to me and, and I'm thinking to myself, you know, I, you know, they could lose or the weight. Well, I'd like to lose some weight. Well, why do you want to lose weight? I, I, that's what I asked them is why? Why do you want to do it? And they would tell me this. And I would say, well, why? And I would try to dig them a little bit more. Well, how much more do you want to do it? And then I would go and tell them I would, I would refrain from eating certain foods. Well, I don't know if I can do that. Well, then you don't want that as much. You've got to be able to want it in order for you to make a decision, a change. So you really got to have a why, like, you, like you've taught us, uh, a reason to, to want to lose the weight. And um, uh, I had a gal the other day, you know, uh, she says, hey, I'm thinking about doing it. And I says, well, you write down why you want to do it. And then you send it to me, you know, and she did, you know, and uh, matter of fact, she's signing up for your program for this, this coming semester. And I just thought that was really neat that she had it all written out and everything. And it's so important to write it out um, so you can, you know, post it up and look at it. So that way when, when that chocolate ice cream is screaming your name, you know, or that, or your friends are saying, hey, we're going out for pizza. You can tell them, hey, I'll go with you, but I'm going to have a salad or I'm going to have something different. I mean, you can go to these places, but you just got to have, a, a, you know, uh, a different plan that when you get there, you know. So you've got to be willing to, to look at why, what your why is, and is this going to help me get to where I'm going, um, you know, if, if, that, if that makes sense, you know. I think it makes perfect sense. And, you know, the only thing I'd like to add as a question is, you know, I, I teach, you've heard me say, 98% of all change is self-change. Right. And I say uh, what we provide is that 2% that's been keeping uh, our students from achieving the success that they deserve and desire. And I say, you know, come to us, lose the weight one more time for the last time. Um, for for the people that are listening that are again they're they're wondering if they should trust themselves they're wondering if they should trust the program they're wondering if they should do one of my courses would you suggest to them that they i mean they've heard on this interview that they need to dial in their food and they need to have a why would you suggest to them that they dial in their food and get a why and and go it alone or what would you suggest well no i cuz i you know um this is this is probably the um, the second time that I've I've used your course. Now this is the first time that I've used your course that I involved or I uh, instituted your your testing your um, your your reading material. You know your assignments. Uh, whereas you know you had all this material out there, but I, I didn't have the accountability 
that your 180 or your, you know, your other stuff has. Um, you know, I would definitely have to be a little more accountable and your, your program has that accountability more out there that someone needs that. Someone needs to, when they go to do something, they have to be held accountable and you would hold them a much more accountable. And then as you start to get that, then you start to, to learn to be accountable to yourself or accountable to, you know, to that. But, you know, you need to start to have, to be accountable to the Dave Greenwald program. And um, so, yeah, I, I would I would not go at it alone. I would, you know, I would at least, you know, start with start with your program at least the, you know, at least the 180 to get a good foothold. And then if you're not there yet, I wasn't there when I was done with the, with the 180, and so I did the second semester, you know, and uh, now I'm where I want to be at. Um, so I, I would definitely say, you know, no, don't don't go it alone. You know, you need that accountability. Well, Jack, I want to thank you for uh, taking time out of your your busy day to spend some time with me and and share you, uh, part of your journey and your your story with uh, the many listeners that are going to hear this now and in the future. Um, I, I look forward to uh, watching your continued success and, of course, communicating with you and staying in touch with you in, in the many forms that we will. And being from uh, the same hometown area and all that. Hey, say uh, say hello if you get a chance to everybody at Lee County Sheriff's Department and the Dixon Police Department up there in my old stomping grounds. Um, I still uh, yeah, I still know a lot of the guys uh, in and around the forces up there. Have a lot of respect for what you do. Um, I'm no longer in that game, as you know. I haven't for 17 years, but I have a tremendous respect for all of the people in our armed forces and law enforcement and corrections and uh, firefighters and, and all of that. And uh, anyway, I appreciate it. I uh, thank you so much for your time. I know that our listeners are going to get a lot out of this, and uh, a lot of people are going to be re- be able to relate to your story. And I wish you the best, and hope that uh, you'll stay in touch. No problem, sir. Thank you so much. Goodbye now. Yeah. Thank you for listening. This is David Greenwald of Leanness Lifestyle University. For more information on programs we offer, visit leannesslifestyle.com. That's L-E-A-N-N-E-S-S lifestyle.com. I look forward to working with you personally and through the wonder of an inside-out transformation, helping you to not only turn your body, but your life around.